Welcome home, Golf Tango India. Vacate runway to your right and taxi to your stand. Thank you, Carl. Oh, incidentally, be advised, as we landed, we saw a large hawk or kestrel about 50 feet from the runway. Noted, Golf Tango India. What was it doing? Watching how it's supposed to be done. <laughs> Cabin Pressure by John Finnemore, starring Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnemore as Arthur. This week, Kuala Lumpur. Mum, can I borrow your car? Why? What's wrong with your car? It's really old, and it's a horrible colour, and it smells of duffel coats. <laughs> What's wrong with it that's stopping you driving it? Only those things. But I thought, since we were on standby this week, I might go for some drives in a nice car, like yours. No, you won't. Because you and I will be using this week to see if we can ease your stewarding skills up above that crucial dividing line between very bad and merely bad. <laughs> I'm going to be your mystery passenger. Brilliant. Will there be clues? <laughs> I mean, we are going to sit in the plane and you're going to practice serving me. Right. So what's the mystery? The mystery is who I am. And who are you? I'm me. That's not very mysterious. Oh, life's too short. <laughs> you and I are going to pretend to be a steward and a passenger. Oh, right. Bagsy Beaver steward. <laughs> Hello, Carolyn. Um... Just had a thought. Oh, good, a pilot with a thought. How the gods smile upon me. <laughs> Just occurred to me, for weeks like this, we really ought to have a pilot's lounge. A what? A pilot's lounge. Martin, the very last thing I want to do is encourage either of you to do any more lounging than you already do. It wouldn't be for lounging in. It would be for our briefings, doing our logbooks. I thought maybe each month one of us could present a paper on some aspect of aviation that interests us. And to think, a moment ago, I thought the idea couldn't sound less appealing. <laughs> but, Mum, you, you could make money out of it. You could sell drinks. Without a licence? To pilots? No, no, I mean tea and coffee and things. To David and George from engineering and the fire crew and Carl the ATC. Even Dirt the groundsman. Uh, no, no, no. It, it would be a pilot's lounge. Not for those guys, for the pilots. But that doesn't make sense. I'm not a pilot. No. <laughs> I'd be allowed in. No. Oh, Martin, if you can find an empty room on the airfield, you are welcome to sit in it. And if you can lure Douglas in and then keep him there long enough to read a paper at him, you're a better man than I am, Gungad in. Close the door on your way out. But... On which you should now go. I'm sorry, I thought that was implied. <laughs> Any good, Skip? No, Arthur, because it's locked. Ah. Oh, i tell you where you could try, though. How about that scrap DC-10 fuselage out around the back of the hangar? I mean, it's probably full of rats and cobwebs and skeletons, but if we clean it up... That's actually not a bad idea. Tell you what, though, Arthur, if it does turn out to be suitable, I thought we might strike a happy compromise between my idea of keeping it just for pilots and your idea of inviting everyone who works on the airfield. What would that be? Just the pilots. And you. Oh, so I'd be like an honorary pilot? No, you'd just be you. Great. Although... The engineers and everyone are really good fun. George does these brilliant impressions of fruit. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm sure they're great. But, but what I want is a nice, civilised arena to compare notes with my fellow professionals. Right, here it is. Is there... Is there someone in there? Sounds like it. Next one, next one, right? Number 12, the conference pair! <laughs> wow! Dave, George, everyone, hi. Arthur, Captain Creef. Could someone please tell me what the hell's going on in here? 
Hello, Martin. Douglas! <laughs> Welcome to the Flap and Throttle. Hey! What a brilliant place, Douglas. How long's it been going on? We just had our third anniversary, actually. So before I even got here? Yes. Why didn't you tell me about it? Well, we were just waiting for you to settle in, you know, get comfortable with everyone. I've been here a year and a half. And we're still waiting. <laughs> I see. So it's an illegal pub for everyone who works on the airfield except me. Well, to be honest, I didn't think you'd approve. I don't approve. I thought you might have told Carolyn or the airfield manager. I might have done. Right, so that's why we didn't tell you. Yeah, but why didn't you tell me? Because it was a secret, Arthur. And you are, without a shadow of a doubt, the worst liar in the world. I'm not. All right. Answer this question with a lie. What's your name? Arthnold Man, uh, Cat, Sir Man. Arthnold Manor Cat's a man. <laughs> yeah. That's an unusual name. Tell me, is it made up? Yes, it is. Oh! <laughs> you see, that's the sort of trick question you want to watch for. I'll tell you a secret. The way to lie convincingly is never make something up. Just tell a different truth. So, if you have to lie about where you were today, tell them where you really were last week. If you have to give a false name, use a real name you already know. Try again. What's your name? Douglas Richardson. Better? <laughs> Not quite perfect. Oh, I forgot. Mum's waiting for me in the plane. What for? She's being my mystery passenger. Well, good luck. Let us know if you work out who she is. Righto. <laughs> Douglas, an illegal pub on an airfield is incredibly dangerous and irresponsible. Don't be so melodramatic. No one drinks when they're on duty. It's just a bit of fun. It's more about the secret club atmosphere, you know, like at school. Not at my school. Oh, come on. You must have had secret clubs in the lunch break at least. No, actually, people weren't really around during lunch break. I think they went home or... <laughs> oh. Ah. Well, anyway, I, I, I thought you didn't drink. I thought you hadn't had a drink for nine years. Martin, that is a secret. I have carefully built up my reputation as a hard-boozing sky god, and I'm not having you spoil it. So what... Do you drink there? If you must know, you know every year I win a bottle of Talisker single malt from Carolyn. Steel. Win. <laughs> well, I keep it in the flap and throttle. Everyone knows it's for my personal use only. Not everyone knows it's refilled with apple juice. Well, Douglas, look, I'm sorry. Either you close it down immediately or I'll be forced to inform Carolyn. I can't close it down. It's not my pub. If you want it stopped, you'll have to come down and tell them yourself. All the mechanics, the engineers, the fire crew, Dirk, the groundsman. I'm not afraid of them. Or should you be? Not even Dirk. Well, I'm not. Good. Why not even Dirk? No reason. I just mean someone who was afraid of them would probably start by being afraid of Dirk. <laughs> it's the natural place to start. Well, I'm not. I'll come and tell them this evening. Ooh, full moon. Stop it. <laughs> Arthur, where have you been? I told you to meet me in the cabin half an hour ago. Sorry, Mum, I've been... I've been to the dentist. Oh, have you? Yes, I have. He said I've been brushing really well, but to watch out for my gums. Right, so no real change since last week, then, when I took you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Leave the line to Douglas, dear. He's the professional. So, it's a normal flight. I'm the passengers. You're you. Off we go. Wait, 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 where are we going? 
Well, it doesn't matter. Pisa. Oh, we went to Pisa last week. Well, where do you want us to go then? Kuala Lumpur. Why Kuala Lumpur? It's like Helsinki. I've always wanted to go there. It sounds Arthur, like... Arthur, let me warn you, I am not in the best of tempers, and I strongly advise you not to start talking about a city populated by either koalas or Oompa Lumpas. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Good. And... Go. Excuse me, Stuart. Where can I smoke my cigarette? Oh, I'm sorry, madam. This is brilliant. It's like acting. Get on with it. I'm sorry, madam, uh, but for your happy convenience, cigarettes may not be enjoyed anywhere on board at this time. Oh, all right. What about this pipe? I'm not sure. Um, let me just ask my... She's not on board. Oh, OK. Uh, well, I, I, I'm going to go for... No, sorry. A reefer? I don't... It's medicinal. Oh, medicinal. Well, I expect... No. No, I expect no. That's what I was going to say. I expect definitely not. Arthur, here are the things you can smoke on board. Oh, no, hang on. Wait, I'll write it down. You don't need to write it down. It's nothing. You can't smoke anything on the plane. Nothing. Nothing. I'd still quite like to write it down. (laughs) Okay, he's on his way. Now, remember, we're aiming for something between the bar in Cheers and the mess hall in Dambusters. And I know you'd think if you use captain in every sentence, he'll think you're taking the piss. But actually, he won't. (laughs) Right, here he is. Welcome, Martin, to the flap and throttle. Pleasure to see you here, Captain. An honour, Captain. A real honour. What's going on? I mentioned you were coming down and, well, everyone was very excited. Well, I hope you told them why I was coming. Of course not. That's your job. (laughs) Now it's a proper club, isn't it? Yeah. It's all very well having the first officer down here, but the captain, Captain, that's different. Then why didn't you ask me? Never thought you'd accept, Captain. We thought you'd be one of those standoffish captains, Captain. Too grand to mix with the ground staff. <clears throat> yes, well, look, you, you don't have to call me Captain all the time, you know. Oh, right. Skipper will do. <laughs> Thanks, Skipper. Appreciate it. Well, all right. Listen, uh, men, uh, the fact is... Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can't have the Skipper giving a speech without a glass in his hand. What are you having, Skipper? No, no. I'm the chief engineer. I get to buy Skip. A drink? Uh, well, this this is just it. Uh, I, I, I'm afraid I simply can't... Qu- Martin, a quick word. Now? Operational matter. All right. Martin, it's up to you, of course, but I just thought I should let you know. These people are very proud. In their culture, there's nothing more insulting than to spurn a gift. It's a terrible loss of face. What, engineers? <laughs> are you sure you're not thinking of the Japanese? <laughs> Well, there's so many great Japanese engineers, the culture's rubbed off on them. Douglas, I can't allow an illegal bar to operate on an airfield property, still less partake myself. What would Carolyn say if she found out? I don't know. Then again, these guys are all self-employed. If you close down their pub, they'll probably refuse to work for us, and then MJN would fold instantly. I don't know what she'd say about that, either. But it's your choice. Here we are, Skipper. Your first point at the flat and throttle. First of many. No, really, stop it. You, you must understand, I really cannot accept this drink. You can't accept it? <laughs> well, why not, Skipper? Because, as the Skipper, first round is my round. <laughs> All right. Today, we're going to build on yesterday. We're not going to let yesterday get us down. Now, let's see you taking meal orders. Go. 
Hello, madam. Chicken or beef? Beef, please. Okay. How did I do? Oh, keep going. Oh, uh, right <laughs> Hello, madam. Chicken or beef? Chicken, please. You said beef just now. I was being someone different. That's pretty confusing, mum. <laughs> Couldn't you at least do a different voice? No, I couldn't. Please? Because in real life they'd have different voices and faces. Oh, all right. Chicken, please. Certainly, madam. And for you, madam? Sir. I beg your pardon, sir. Uh, chicken or beef? How is the chicken cooked? Four minutes on defrost, shake the bag, three minutes on full. No! <laughs> Don't tell them that! Sorry, are you being you again? Or him? Or one of the others? Me! Just don't tell him we reheat it. Well, he must know. I mean, obviously we don't have a whole kitchen back there. He's not stupid. Yes, he is. Everyone on this plane is stupid until proved otherwise. Shall I put that on the list? Isn't it there already? Uh, the customer is always wrong, rude, late, witless, loud, drunk, thieving and sly. I suppose witless sort of covers stupid. Oh, I don't know. Stick stupid down as well. Have you got rude? Uh, yep. Put it down again. It's a good one. <laughs> you say that, Dave, but they equalise within ten minutes, so I, I don't Evening, know. chaps. Oh, hello, Martin. Uh, Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, carry on. Oh, we, we were just talking about... Uh, did you see the match, Skipper? The match? No, I missed the match. I, I, I think we were on a trip. It only finished 20 minutes ago. Oh, that match! Oh, I was thinking of another match. No, I didn't see that one either. I missed, missed both the matches. Right, well, I was just saying, City never had a hope once they were down to ten. Yes, well, as I say, I missed it. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 of course, yes, I see what you're saying. Ten's... Ten's not enough. You need a lot more than, than ten. Well, you need eleven. That's what I mean, eleven. Yes, that's what you need. Not ten. Who do you support, Skipper? In football? Yeah. England? <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, uh, England and uh, United. Which United? Nottingham. <laughs> Nottingham United? Never heard of them. What league are they in? I don't follow that closely, actually. Yeah, but you must know what league they're in. In many ways, they're in a league of their own. <laughs> Aren't they, Martin? Yes, that's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you from up Nottingham Way originally, then? No, nope. Wokingham, down Wokingham Way. <laughs> Why did you pick Nottingham to follow, then? Well, Nottingham, Wokingham, they sound very similar. <laughs> Tell you what, though, Dave... Uh, you'll be interested in this. You know that little Cherokee that was out doing circuits today? Well, on his third landing, he... Oh, oh shot! 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 What's going on? What have I done? I'm talking shop, Skip. Sorry. Automatic round forfeit. What? Flap and throttle house rules, I'm afraid, Martin. Anyone caught talking shop has to buy a round for the whole bar. Then how do you talk about flying? Well, you can't, can you? That's the point. <laughs> so what do you talk about? <laughs> I don't know. Music, sport, women. The meaning of life, anything but bloody planes, uh, eh? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, who wants to talk about stupid aviation? A-bomb! Come on, go easy on him, chaps. He's new. A-bomb! Oh, all right, fine. Sorry, Martin. The A-word is bad. Oh, I, I, I see. Uh, another round for everyone? Ooh. No, I'm afraid having two consecutive forfeits incurs a whoops Johnny. A what? Whoops Johnny, Johnny, Johnny! Whoops Johnny, whoops Johnny, 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 Johnny! Oh, God. Okay, same as yesterday, you've got chicken or beef, but today I'll throw in some unusual diets. Great. Don't forget to do the voices. Hello, 
sir or madam? Madam. Madam, uh, would you like chicken or beef? Well, now, that all depends. You see, I'm a celiac. Oh, lovely. <laughs> chicken or beef? It means I'm gluten intolerant. Well, I'll, I'll try not to be too gluten annoying. <laughs> it means I can't eat gluten. We've got chicken or beef. Gluten is in wheat products. Oh, right, yeah, with you. Um... I think they're both fine. No wheat in either? Don't think so. Right, then I will have the chicken. Okie dokie. Which is coated in breadcrumbs, so I'll have a violent reaction. My airways will swell up and maybe I'll die. Perhaps the beef. <laughs> Arthur, what things are made of wheat? Uh, wheat cakes, Weetabix. Those little straw dollies. Bread! Bread is made of wheat. No. Yes! <laughs> what did you think it was made of? It's not made of anything. It's just bread. So, where does it come from? Well, I don't know. It... Wow. Five, four, three, two, one. And so ends another eventful shift. Right, Martin, see you in the flap and throttle later? Yes. Good. Don't forget to bring your shin pads. It's Skittles night. Why, why, why do I need shin pads for Skittles? Oh, the way we play it, if you're not bowling, you're a Skittle. Oh, God. <laughs> you all right? No. Why not? I hate it, Douglas. I really, really, really hate it. I hate the drinking games and the pop quizzes and the round forfeits and the competitive farting and the whoops johnnies and the bloody anchovies. If it's any consolation, I thought you coped very well with being anchovied. <laughs> You had a real, quiet dignity. I just can't stand it. Well, I suppose you could... It would be a wrench for all of us, of course. But you could stop coming in. No, I can't. Can't you? Of course not. You saw what it was like when I first arrived. They were overjoyed. They said I made it a proper club. And they said it proved I wasn't standoffish. So if I stop going now, it'll prove I am standoffish. I only wish I'd never found out about the wretched place. And now I know about it, I have to go. I'm trapped. I'm trapped, trapped like a... Tinned anchovy? <laughs> All right. Today, we're going to put everything we've covered so far together. I might throw anything at you, possibly literally. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. And if I manage it, can I borrow your car? Arthur, you haven't managed any of these things on their own. What makes you think you can handle them together? I can't eat eggs and flour and sugar on their own, but I can eat cake. All right. <laughs> but only if you really manage it. Actually, I can eat eggs on their own. And sugar. And flour. Go. Ding, ding. I say, Stuart, can my little girl go up on the flight deck for landing? Uh, yes, I'm sure that's fine. No, oh. it's against the law. Right. Ding, ding. Excuse me, could you let the oxygen masks down so we can have a practice with them? Uh, yes, of course. I'll just go... No, you can't. <laughs> ding, ding. Excuse me, my dear, I'm blind. Could you guide me to the toilet? No, no, I can't. Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> ding, ding. Excuse me, I'm still waiting for my whiskey. Uh, yeah, ding, I... ding. And when are you going to take away my tray? <laughs> ding, ding. Mister, my tummy feels funny. Shut up! All of you, shut up! <laughs> Arthur, you can't. You too. Right. French lady, I'll take your tray. You show the blind lady to the loo. No, this is not my job. Just do it. And Mr. Powell, could you please... Who's Mr. Powell? The man who wants his whiskey. I have to give them names or it's just confusing. 
And he looks like Mr. Powell, who taught me history. Arthur, he looks like me. Mum, excuse me, I am trying to talk to Mr. Powell. Mr. Powell, could you look after the little girl, please? I will do nothing of the sort. I'm a passenger. Okay. In that case, ding, ding. Hi. Don't worry, mate. I'll look after the little Sheila. Oh, thank you so much. No worries, mate. You cannot be passengers. You never said I couldn't. Ding, ding. And I'll show the blind lady to the loo. Thank you, Arthur. Oh, it's my pleasure. Arthur! Shush. So, Bluey, you'll look after the little girl. Yep. Mrs. Badcrumble, you'll look after the blind lady. Aye, I will. Madam Fru-Fru, let me take your tray. Mr. Powell, here's your whiskey. Now, ding, ding. The seatbelt signs are on. Everybody sit down and shut up. (laughs) How did I do? It's not how they teach it in the training courses, but I have to admit it is what I might have done. Here. Catch. So, I mean, I I was within limits, but it was a ticklish little crosswind, 60, 65, but gusting, 70. And I thought to myself, well, I have seven options here. Seven. Ah, quite right, Dave. Yes, eight. (laughs) You see, I've been given the 1-9 runway, but do you know the airport at Nice? No. Oh, well, I'll just explain the layout. They've got this very... Look, I mean, yes. Yes, I do know it. Are you sure? Because you really won't understand this story if you don't. I'll just refresh your memory. There's a very odd name... Hi, Hertz. Arthur, there you are. Hi, Dave. I said I'd pop in, didn't I? Yes, you did. You said you'd pop in at 7.45, and now it's gone eight. I said about 7.45. Well, it doesn't matter. He's here now. Come and join us, Arthur. I was uh, just telling Dave about the landing into Nice. Ooh, what about the talking shop forfeit? Oh, I've paid for that. Yeah, yeah, he bought me a drink, so now he can talk about flying. As much as he likes. So, there I was. Actually, uh, I've I've got to go now. Oh, really? I I thought you wanted to see Arthur. No, no. Got to go. Oh, well, I'll I'll finish the story another time. No, finish it now. (laughs) Definitely. Arthur can fill me in later. It's odd. It's exactly what George did half an hour ago. (laughs) It's like you all can't stand to be in each other's company. (laughs) Oh, that is odd. I mean, I must say, I do like it being this quiet. It just seems, you know, strange, given how busy it was those first few days. Oh. I see. Arthur? Hello. Where have you just come from, Arthur? I had dinner and then I went for a walk and then I came here. Where did you have dinner? An Italian restaurant. What, in Fitton? Yep. <laughs> that doesn't sound much like you. No. I'm quite enigmatic, though. (laughs) And I'd have thought you'd have had enough of Italian food since we were in Pisa last week. No, that just whetted my appetite. Who did you have dinner with? Uh, Douglas and you. Wouldn't know the other person. (laughs) What was his name? Mark... Mark Manakatsa Man? No, Mark... Uh... Ramprakash. Of course. (laughs) And the walk afterwards, where did you, Douglas and Mark Ramprakash, go? We went to see the Tower of Air Traffic Control. The Leaning Tower of Air Traffic Control? How do people do it? How do they lie? It's impossible. Where's the new pub, Arthur? The Mechanics Loading Bay. Right. Uh, uh, Douglas? Arthur? Aren't you supposed to be on Martin's sitting duty? Ah, sorry. Hello, Douglas. Skipper, welcome to the Windsocker. Don't skipper me. So this is where everyone's been. Where everyone's been busy preparing your surprise. Oh, please, Douglas, don't bother. All right. But we just thought, as captain, you were entitled to your own private bar while we... Went off and set up another cooler gang that I'm not allowed in. Yes, yes, I get it. Well, bad luck. No, Martin, don't. 
Hi, Carolyn. No. I think you ought to come over to the mechanic's loading bay. Don't say why. Because there's an unlicensed bar in it, that's why. <laughs> oh, great. She's coming straight over. I thought she might. All right, everyone get out, but drain your glasses first. Oh, Just do it. There's no point in that. All the bottles are still sitting on the barn. Anyway, I have to tell her everything. Really, Martin? Everything? Including the four days you spent as a pillar of the flap and throttle? Yes, but I didn't want to. And, and, and anyway, this isn't about that pub. It's about this pub. The one you left me out of. You wanted to be left out of it. You told me so. You wanted to go back to not knowing. I was trying to help. What? Oh, no. Oh, Douglas, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, I didn't realise. Uh, look, I'll, uh, um, I'll phone her back. Too late. Don't worry. Tell her everything like you were going to, but get ready to follow my lead. All right. What on earth is going on? Oh. Evening, Carolyn. Welcome to the Windsock Arms. Oh, Douglas, this is too far even for you. Providing unlicensed alcohol on an airfield to airfield staff on duty... Martin, how long have you known about this? I've just discovered it now, just now, just immediately now. Who's been coming here, Douglas? Ah, well, the thing is, I have a terrible memory for faces. I want a list of the names of everyone who's been drinking here. Also names, faces and names, those are my weak spots. <laughs> I'm serious, we need to have a talk. Always a pleasure, never a chore. In which I may have to fire you. Quite right, too. I'm not joking. Absolutely not, it's terribly serious. And that's certainly how you should react... If I ever set up an illegal bar in the airfield... You have. Well, no, I haven't. You see, Carolyn, I am your mystery perpetrator of gross professional misconduct. <laughs> Hello. What? Arthur was telling me about all the fun you've been having with the mystery passenger lessons, and I thought it was a shame for you and Martin to miss out. So I arranged this. And you both did terribly well. Douglas... I am not an idiot. This place is full of booze. But is it, though? Martin, pass me one of those bottles, would you? Absolutely anyone at all. Your free choice. Here you are. Ah, the Talisker. Excellent choice, sir. There we are. On the house. Tell me what you think. Apple juice. It does have apple overtones, doesn't it? <laughs> Or, if you prefer, I can do you water, cold tea, or I think this one's mouthwash. You went to all this trouble just to wind me up. You and Martin. It was an irresistible two for the price of one deal. You are an infantile, time-wasting, sorry excuse for a pilot, and I ought to fire you anyway just to teach you a lesson. Yes. Funny, though, wasn't it? Martin? Yes? Are you still there? Yes. Then don't be. Right. Right. Now, Douglas, listen to me. Yes, Carolyn? A double gin and tonic, please, with ice and lemon. Coming right up. <laughs> you think that went all right? Very well, I thought. I'm impressed he took four days to tell you. I thought it would be sooner. <laughs> I'm rather insulted he believed I'd fall for that rotten apple juice trick. All in a good cause. Now Martin can return to blissful ignorance. The boys can relax again, and you can start coming back to the pub. Where's the new one going to be? We thought the fire crew break room, the hose and hydrant. Perfect. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>
That was Cabin Pressure by John Finnemore. It starred Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnemore as Arthur. It also featured Paul Putner as Dave and Roger Morledge as George. The producer was David Tyler, and the programme was a positive production for the BBC. BBC.